Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Thursday, October 22nd at Keeneland. Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We take a look at the late pick four, starting with the sixth race. And the sixth and the last race of this pick four, the ninth, are both on the turf. No turf racing on Wednesday as we tape this, but should be good to go for Thursday, although it will be considerably less firm than it has been to this point in the meet. And so we'll start with a mile and a 16th turf test, Jim. Second level allowance, three-year-olds and up. Full field slated to go in here. I thought this was wide open. Who did you land on? I did, too. I think uh, the the turf races, I, I've always wanted to run a card with all turf races. Uh, Belmont used to do that. And uh, I think it would be really cool maybe the last day of the meet because we're not worried about tearing up the turf. But I, we haven't done that yet. But I think we'd fill it up. So, yeah, I, I went with Current here for Todd Pletcher. Uh, off the, the horse coming back, uh, you've seen something that's happened this week at Keeneland or last weekend where horses that actually ran opening weekend have come back to run. This horse ran on October 7th, uh, went off as one of the favorites, uh, had a little rough trip and didn't really get into the race. This horse, if it runs back to the United Nations grade one form back at Monmouth, only got beat seven links to Aquaphobia and has kept some good company over the past year or so and I think current is probably going to be the favorite in here. Uh, Bundy Bunn uh, for uh, Jimmy Graham and Correas um, came out of the Kentucky Turf Cup, was not competitive in that race after the first half mile, but ran with Arklow, Red Knight, and Zulu Alpha. So big drop in class for Bundy Bunn. Uh, Sabador, uh, French horse for Connor Murphy, again, go back in the in the buyer's back in 19 and ran in the 90s and, and is trending that way again with an 85 buyer last time out at Churchill on a good turf course. So I don't think that he'll mind a little give in the ground. And then by your side for Eddie Keneally, ran behind Hey Dakota last time out, ran behind Segoy a time before that who came back and won here at Keeneland, coming out of a Kentucky Downs race and has Giroux riding. So a lot of things to like for by your side. And the other one I would add in here for the pick four, if the horse gets in, is the 13-horse Kazaranga. A known trainer here, M. Sims. I don't. Even, I'm not familiar with that gentleman at all. But uh, this horse fits on numbers and fits on the races coming out of Churchill. So if that horse gets in, I always like also eligibles drawing in. So um, that would be my four in here. I would think current would be my pick. But to make a real case for by your side, so a 7-11 exacto box might not be a bad play here in the six. Yeah, it's funny. I started to go with current, and then I. Talk myself out of it. He's you know favorite, and he hadn't won in a while. Even though he, you make a great point about the class he's kept. And then I went to buy your side, and then I ended up um, going uh, really bold and taking the nine high promise. Uh, this horse uh, made his first start for Brian Lynch last time and ran pretty well. Showed some speed, uh, faded, but only got beat I think four. And that was the first start off the layoff. So this is the second start off the layoff. He's had five works uh, since that last race. So I think between the race off the layoff and then five works that followed should be uh, considerably fitter for this one. Has some good speed, and that might serve him well if there's some give in the ground. So Le Peru has had a, a poor meet, uncharacteristically so for him, but he always rides this turf course well, and so uh, I'm fine with uh, taking a shot with uh, with him there on the, on the ride. So high promise is going to be... A, my long shot win pick in here, and then I've got by your side and current next, and then um, I liked the um, horse down on the inside. Artie's rumor just off the Mike Maker claim angle, fighting CB, 
showed some real promise as a, as a two-year-old last year. So uh, I'm going to throw that one in there. Uh, Sabador as well uh, I have on my list. So I'm going to go six deep in there and try to get a long shot home with the nine high promise. Seventh, claiming non-winners of two lifetime, $50,000 level. Phillies and Mayors three and up going the two-turn mile. And I thought this would be pretty chalky. I ended up on the sixth flower house. Uh, second race over the track at the meet. Had some trouble at the gate last time and a bit of a wide trip as well while finishing second. So I think this one looks pretty strong in here. Uh, you got the two kiss more with Tyler Gaffleone and some speed down on the inside. Uh, Sugar Love, 78 buyer last time on the turf, but going back to the, the dirt, um, if uh, that signaled a, an improvement in this horse, then um, she could be right there as well. So I'm just going to use those three, but uh, I think Flower House is a strong win pick for me in here. How about you? Uh, Sugar Love is my pick in here. Uh, I, the six horse field, this was the obvious place to cut down on your ticket and i thought sugarlove that last race at kentucky downs on a good turf course only got beat a neck to a horse named violenza who was very impressive that day uh i just think that if if she repeats that race i don't i think she wins this easily uh i i understand flower house couldn't win for thirty thousand at keeneland but the second back off a um uh, second back off the uh, opening weekend is another angle in here, so I can make a case for Flower House. But when it gets to pick four, I am actually going to single Sugar Love for Rusty Arnold, who's had a couple wins at the meet, and I think uh, uh, singling Le Peru like you use Le Peru in the in the sixth race is, is risky. He's only won one race, but uh, I guess the argument for there is he's due. So I'm going to take him uh, uh, here for Sugar Love, the three-horse. The allowance feature on the Thursday card is race eight. It's a first-level allowance for three-year-olds and up at the about seven furlongs distance, so just a, a shade over seven furlongs. And uh, this is a nice nice little race. Um, got a couple of horses, actually three horses, that ran in derby preps that are in here. Um, Silver State, Blackberry Wine, and then Trident Hit ran in the Ellis Park Derby. The other two came back in the, in the winter at Fairgrounds or at uh, Oakland. So how do you see the eighth race? Yeah, I thought it was an interesting race. I, uh, again, these are horses that probably were supposed to be running at a higher level than this, and they probably found their proper level. Uh, Silver State's been off the fairgrounds uh, tries in the Risen Star. When he only ran, uh, he ran behind Mr. Monomoy and Enforceable there, and only got beat three lengths. Came back losing a Derby was six to one, and then obviously something's gone wrong with him. They're, they've got him back to the races now. As we've seen, doesn't bring him back until they're ready. So I think Silver State's got a big shot in here. Blackberry Wine also came out of the Risen Star, uh, at a one division of the Risen Star, for Joe Sharp. Uber Kirk is interesting to me for uh, McPeak. Uh, the horse has won three times, so he gets in um, under the other conditions, uh, with never won a race other than maiden claiming or starter, or which have never, never won two races. So there's only two horses in here that won more than one race, and that's Uber Kirk and the nine, Julius, for, for Giroux with Peter Miller, who is probably going to be my top pick in here uh, coming off those Del Mar races. Had a race at Churchill. He didn't didn't fire, but had a really contested pace, and um, and I think he fits well here. Ia Danta for Norm Cassie, lightly raced, broke his maiden last time out at Churchill. Uh, off the turf, they figured out that off the turf might be a good deal for him, so they're going to run seven, seven furlongs on the dirt. Santos Dumont for Asmussen. Um, I could even go deeper and hit, hit and use Trident hit coming off that Ellis Park race. But uh, I'm going to stick with the five or six that I mentioned, probably Silver State and um, Julius.
picks in here. Uh, Julius, in particular, with those four lifetime wins. I took the two Silver State. Um, hadn't run since March 21st, but is uh, working well. And this is a one-turn race, and this horse, first two times out, ran around one turn, ran very well. So I think even though he was running mostly longer distances when he, or all longer distances when he went to the bench, I think the uh, comeback here at seven furlongs or thereabouts should uh, hit him right in his wheelhouse. The three-horse Blackberry Wine, a lot of the same things uh, about Silver State I like I like about Blackberry Wine. Uh, this horse uh, kept some good company at Fairgrounds and, and Oaklawn. Good buyer figures, and uh, Joe Sharp can have one ready off a layoff. So I thought uh, one of those two, and, and for me, I'm going to just go too deep in the pick four. I think one of those two is going to win it. Tried it hit, just intrigued me a little bit in that one first time out for Brendan Walsh, and then in the third start, they threw him in against Art Collector. So they seemingly had a, a really high opinion of the horse. Tried it turf last time, that didn't work, so back where he uh, needs to be. And then stage left was a, another one I liked a little bit in here if you want to go deeper. But um, I'm going to just use two when we get to the pick four. The maiden uh, two-year-olds going a mile and the 16th on the turf wraps up the card. And I like uh, Wintrue a lot in here. Second start for Brad Cox. Caught a good group last time down at Kentucky Downs and um, ought to really improve off that effort. But uh, you got fighting force for uh, Todd Pletcher. That also comes out of a race where the the winner came back to win already. Um, Burrow's a first-time starter for Cox, and just on respect for the Brad Cox barn, I would include that one. And then the 12 American Tryst for Mike Maker, uh, mainly on the trainer angle there. Horse ran decently first time out and certainly could improve, as makers often do in the second lifetime start. So I'm going to use four when we get to the pick four, but I like Wintrue a lot in there. How about you? I agree with you 100% on the Brad Cox uh angle and i think burrow the first time starter really good works and really long pattern which is typical brad cox so uh, i think he's got a one-two punch in here with a win through the seven and nine burrow but i'm also going to use uh, ethical judgment for brendan walsh coming off of just a head defeat at churchill downs first time out fighting force for pletcher you mentioned only got beat by three quarters at belmont and then I'm also going to use hard ride guy the five horse for ian wilkes uh this horse had some trouble uh in the first race of Kentucky Downs, came back and ran the second time at Kentucky Downs, went off at 3-1 to one and only got beat a length and a half. So those two efforts for Kentucky Downs obviously should have this two-year-old fit for this race. And then um, I think I'm going to stick with those those five when, when we get to the pick four, the one, four, five, seven, nine. So give me your pick four ticket, starting in race six. Okay, pretty simple. Uh, race six, I use four, seven, eight, eleven. Uh, with current to the seven and by your side, the 11 being the top choices. A single, the three in the seventh race, Sugar Love. And I'm going deep in the uh, in the feature, the eighth race with two, three, five, seven, eight, nine, and then finishing up deep in the maiden special with one, four, five, seven, nine. So four, seven, eight, eleven with three, with two, three, five, seven, eight, nine, with one, four, five, seven, nine, or sixty dollars. I am going six deep in the first leg, trying to catch a price. Nine, eleven, seven, one, two, eight. Two, three, six in the second leg. Just going to go two deep in that uh, allowance feature, Silver State and Brandy in uh, Blackberry Wine, two and three. And then four, seven, nine, and 12 in the last leg for a $72 ticket. And we have just uh, through this Saturday for the racing of the fall meet at Keeneland, uh, interesting 
race going on for the trainer battle between Maker, Cox, and Asmussen. Gaffleyon has a pretty clear lead for the jockey title, so that trainer's race will be interesting to watch over these final days. Best of luck with your wagers on the Thursday card. Should be nice, nice weather to uh, wrap up this fall meet, so take advantage of it, find some winners, and we'll be back with a Friday edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.